podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to episode three of a podcast with Mo. Uh, This week, we kind of have a shit show. I'm going to be real honest about it. Uh, The first half, Snappy was supposed to be on. I give a full story of why he is not. It's pretty decent. And instead, he is replaced with Pow Wow, who happened to be in town. And we get in all that. We are not sober at all. But I think it turned out okay, given that. So um, after Pow Wow, we do have Chris on, or Chick. And we'll be discussing our fantasy football league that we're going to be having for the podcast. We'll always try to keep that towards the end. Um, and then we Big Brothers discuss a lot with both of these people because both of them watch Big Brother. So warning on that. Um, and yeah, if you want to join our fantasy football league, uh, just stick around towards the end for all that info. Um, and then me and Chris also do top five favorite sports video games. And last week I said I wasn't going to repeat any from mine and Pow Wow's podcast until we got to episode 40. But whenever I sent Chris that idea, I forgot we had already done it. And so he had a list, so we went ahead and did it. So if you've heard that episode, I think it's 17 of the last podcast. Um, my list may be the same. I, I didn't really reference it. Uh, but anyway, so that happens as well. And again, of course, I'll be making some beats. So check those out. But uh, here comes Pow Wow, Chris second half. Hope you enjoy. What up? And we are joined by Pow Wow. What's going on? As the second episode in three weeks. I know it's it's pretty sweet. Probably won't happen again, but yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll see. Um, so we're recording this super late. Yeah, it's one oh nine. It is 109 in the morning, so I'm going to get the With full the story of how it happened. So, Snappy was going to be on later on in this episode, because I recorded Chris's part before this. Oh, we're going to talk about his uh, his foot. Sure, yeah, we can talk about that. Um, so, anyway, later on in this episode, I talk about how Snappy was on previously, which is a lie. I was trying to do cool, like, magic, right? Like, yeah. I would know. But, anyway, Snappy had crazy foot surgery, which we yeah. knew he would have. But he definitely underestimated it and thought, oh, I'll be good to go by Sunday. And no way that's happening. So I stopped by and saw him. And his foot, I mean, if you're friends with him on Facebook, you would see it. I don't know. We need to guess. I need a website for the podcast so I can share pictures. Because his foot looked crazy. So they had like that long bone that runs along the inside of your foot that goes from like your ankle to your big toe. Yep. That long bone, it was too long for his foot. So they had to like cut part off in the middle. The first time I seen that picture, man, it, it blew my mind. I showed my pops, I showed Jill, and I showed my brother real fast. Yeah, I showed all the guys I worked with. <laughs> like that, it's, it's the most insane thing ever. I know. So anyway, they put a plate there to connect that, make it shorter. And then also on the end of that bone, he had like a big ball or some shit. So they like shaved that off. And then, this is the part that sounded most painful to me, was then they like cut all the ligaments in his toes. <sighs> And then put pins through his toes oh, to God. straighten them. And you can see the way it is now, the pin sticking out the bottom of his toes. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's impressive that he's just like, yeah. Well, I'm- honestly, uh, he acts so different. I understand he's on pills. People on pills just seem different, right? Because he needs them. I mean, he's in pain. I mean, you've got... He is complaining, though. Metal they did not sticking give out him, of your toes. They did not give him very 
high dosage for how large of a. I mean, not like fatter because he always thinks I'm calling him fat. No, yeah. He's a tall fucking dude. He's just yeah. a big guy in general. So, um, he's lost like 60 pounds. Right. So, like, they probably should have gave me more medicine. But even then, I go over there and he just like has that look like yeah. he's so annoyed with life right now. And so he told I mean, me. But again, you got pins sticking out of your toes, bro. Right. So, anyway, he's told me, I don't think I'll be able to make it. And his wife was like, no, he's not making it. And I was like, he okay, just stay and rest. And I was like, well, nothing else. We'll just have a real short one with just the Chris stuff at the end, which isn't much. Yeah. Um, and then that's fine. So anyway, snappy cancels. And then I hit you up. I'm like, hey, any chance you're going to be in town this weekend? You are here to mess with your house. And then you came over to play Fortnite. And then I was like, let's just stay up super late. Yeah. Sleep deprived. Because <laughs> we're like adult human beings that don't fucking like I woke up at like before seven o'clock this morning and it's yeah. 1 a.m. the next day. now. <laughs> and so we were like, we'll drink a little. Yeah. Make it a little more fun, which I don't think we'll tell you something too crazy. I don't know. Um, so anyway, that's how we Soko, got to bro. this point. Yes, we drink Soco, which is the only thing I can really take these days. I'm, I've am uh, i wussed up a lot Pretty on the liquor. Smooth. It is. It was very Not sp- bad with the tea follow-up. <laughs> yeah, and whenever you have it you know, in your freezer for two years, it gets real fucking cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't even taste it. So anyway, that's how we got you on the podcast today. For sure. Okay, biggest news story that's happened recently, and you know someone about it, is so in Branson, Missouri, yes, which is a very popular oh, uh, destination place if you live in Oklahoma, especially you. You live even closer to Branson, mm-hmm. like just a couple hours. Um, but people always took trips there. My grandparents went every year. So anyway, they have these things called the Ducks, and there yes. are these fucking cars that are also boats, and they drive in And there. as a kid, you're just like, these are the most awesome things ever. Yeah, and they'll be like, oh, they invented these in World War One, And you're like, how often were they used? And they're like, they made nine of them. Like, they weren't yeah, it- very popular. Um, but they seem cool when you're a little kid, right? They let me drive one a couple times, right, on the lake. That This tragedy happened. So, big storm happens. This boat... Look up the video of these fucking duck boats getting hit by this storm. I mean, it's tragic. You know, people well, die. Agree, but they shouldn't have been out there. Right. Like, that's my see, first thought. Like I thought that was the ocean. Like it, those winds were coming in. Fast, it's a you big see a lake. Like, no, I mean, we fished on that lake. It's a big, big lake. Um, but yeah, so that's like the biggest news story here. And then mine and your first thought were like, so all these people sue this company, go out of business, right? Yeah. That's what I would think. So, I mean, there is an attorney that said, uh, I think his name's uh, Jeffrey something, I don't know. Um, but he's represented past people who's gotten injuries, and they said that um, there there are death traps and sinking coffins. Right, and apparently, I don't know the exact what it was, because it's one in the morning. Uh, yeah. It was like 20 years ago, some... Yeah, 1999. Right. Um, Some place told them that the canopies on them are dangerous and to take them off, and they never yeah. did. So, like, I could see a lawsuit happening from that. Mm-hmm. And it's America. That's I mean, they what said, we do. Unfortunately, four of the bodies were found floating. Right. So, canopy. something that is a little more fun news, yeah, but I'm going. A little less, a little somber. Because we're not going to talk about sad shit very well tonight, I don't think. Um, <laughs> no. But one thing that's been going on, and I have no problem with a lot of people have problems with it, but my problem with it is not what most people's are, is what I'll say. So these cops around here, and maybe in other states as well, are doing this lip sync challenge, right? So like every <laughs> yes. day I go to work, and this one guy I work with, he has to watch every one of them, right? Of course. I have yet to see one 
where I'm like, really good job. Every time it's, I'm not even trying to be mean. It's a bunch of dudes that probably never heard this fucking song before. Oh, so yeah. Especially if they're trying to be cool and do like a rap song or something. Did you see the Men in Black one? Yeah, I saw that one. There was so many mess ups on there. Yeah, well, we had a friend, uh, and he did. he's a cop, and he did one, and I was like, yeah. I, good effort, I guess, but it's dumb. A lot of people are complaining they're wasting taxpayers' money and yeah. with the fact they're doing a lot of these things, and I kind of understand. Again, my only problem is really, I haven't seen any that are, I'm like, that's awesome, but I also remember I hated that TV show, The Great Pretenders, as a kid, because I was like, lip syncing is bullshit. If you can't sing, then don't sing, like... I just never understood it. Yeah. So I would way respect these lip sync challenges, which I know it wouldn't be if it was like, we're going to actually perform the song. I, mean, I, I don't know. It. I just, I watch them and they're very anticlimactic to me. It's just somebody trying to pretend they're singing a song and they're not normally very good at it. Yeah. I mean, I just, what most people say on there is that they're trying to show that they're uh human. Right, and I have actually no problem with any of that. No. I just think, I'm just saying I hate lip syncing. Oh, yeah, I, I feel you. And so the rise of this viral thing has made me remember, oh, yeah, I fucking hate lip syncing. No, I get you. I get but that. it is, I mean, I don't, I'm always like, yeah, cops normally are normal people. No, I don't. To me, and the only time I've ever had issues is when it's someone much older than me, and it's one of these whole, my generation's better than yours, I'm going to teach you a lesson scenario, but in general, I mean, they're... You just want a handout, son. Right, exactly. Um, so anyway, cop story. If y'all haven't seen those lip sync things, and li- if you like them, I'm not trying to hate. I'm saying I personally yeah. hate fucking lip sync and shit. For sure. So uh, I did move most of my stuff, you know, last weekend. Oh, yeah. Down here. Yeah, um, yeah. Terrible, terrible day. So my brother has to come down with uh, one of his buddies and... Lucas came down with one of his buddies and brought the trailer down. First, that was a whole ordeal because Luke was getting all upset because the truck doesn't have AC, so he had to borrow his buddy's truck. Right. Finally comes down. Right. We have the whole U-Haul completely packed. There's some things like the lawnmower and size uh, grave digger, the washer and dryer, stuff like that that still need to fit on the trailer. Well, we slept on, we laid the mattress down, we slept on that last night. We set it on there. So I'm like, oh, look at the weather, no rain. We're good. Okay. So we're heading out. Jill calls me. Hey, y'all ran into any rain? No, why? Well, because it just had a pretty good rainstorm run through here. I have no plastic on me because, again. I mean, it's, um, yeah, it was, what, late June, early July? It doesn't rain here normally in the summer. Very rare. Yes. So, but I should know, you know, look up at sky. That's when you know the actual weather. I mean, you've been dancing the night before, pal. <laughs> <laughs> should have known. So we head out of Ada. The trailer's axle starts smoking. The tire starts getting uh, melted. Right. We have to fix out with the strap to hold on to the back. It's the only way to fix it. We've got to drive it all the way to the house, right? This right. is now two hour. That's Pops' fix, which does work all yeah. the way there. Can't uh, hate if it works. <laughs> exactly. Um but so that happens. Then right when we're starting to leave, the AC inside of my U-Haul goes out. Awesome. Hot, ninety-eight degrees. You're not like this fucking hundred and thirteen it was today. Yeah. Um, Side it's note, still ninety-three degrees today outside. Is the last day apparently what they're saying of like some crazy heat wave of all. I mean, it ended today at one thirteen. It's ninety-three degrees at one a.m. <laughs> 
that's why we had to do it so late. It's too hot to record any earlier. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So so your moving trip basically you're saying it started to rain. You lost your air conditioner. It was hot, muggy. I'm assuming with the and rain. it started to rain. The entire king mattresses, right, ruined. That sucked. But I never sweated so much in my like when I got out. My underwear, my shorts were wet. Swamp season for sure. Like it was terrible. Yeah, terrible. And then when I return it to this dude who has this rinky dink store, literally has the entire counter covered in plastic because there's leaking from the ceilings. That yep. was the closest place I had to drive to. Yep. I tell him, I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, every time me and you have ever had to deal with a U-Haul place, it's always like, (laughs) oh, so there's no requirements to be the U-Haul place? You just literally have to have an address and you are willing to be the U-Haul place. And then they'll be like, sure. Because we went to one here in Ada in which um, some guys just stole a U-Haul in front of us. Yeah. Calling this lady out of one that ran the place. And they were just not very professional. And then one in Kingston or Medill, wherever we had to take the one there, it was just a guy who had an office at a storage unit place. And it had like old parts and, and stuff he, everywhere. Yeah, and he was chicken pecking the keyboard to look for it. And you were like, holy shit. It was bad. Oh my God, there's no quality control of the U haul. I went back to that one here in Ada, but it was great. Oh, she did that. That should have known it was a bad day. She thought I was Daniel Wong. Oh, yeah. Not Wall. I could sit, she, did you have a bun, a little samurai bun going on? <laughs> no, no, oh. I had the braid. I could see the Because she was like, oh, we got your brand new truck, cool. She was like, um, well, it's a long trip. Like, sure, Tulsa. She goes, well, it's only 15 foot. Finally, she goes, oh, wrong name. I thought you were going to Washington. I already paid for my stuff. Don't ask me to pay this right. big smile. But yeah, bad day. <laughs> but it's done now. We just got to finish up the floors and right. the gravy. I mean, all right, so... I have one random thing, and then we'll get into something that me and you watched yeah. like an hour ago. So there's this movie coming out called Roe v. Wade, which is about, you know, the, like, women's right to an abortion. I don't, honestly, Roe v. Wade could be about something not so specific, and it just applies <laughs> to that. But, you know, that's what it's, uh, in my mind, associated with. So anyway, there's this movie coming out, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't really care about the movie. I'm not going to watch it or anything. But... It's opened my eyes, so there is this alt-right cinema sort of thing, like where there are people getting investments in movies that have their sort of propaganda angle, because they do believe that, you know, Hollywood just all a bunch of liberals trying to make everyone gay, so they need to make their own movies to f- combat this, correct? Yeah. So, Roe v. Wade is basically, the, the twist of it is the woman who's fighting for women's rights to abortion. It's because she wants all the minorities to get abortions, and that's how she's going to kill the black people. And that's like, in this movie, they're trying to get it like released in theaters, right? And like even the crew and the actors that worked on it were like, yeah, that was the worst fucking movie I've ever worked on. I can't believe I've done that, but I needed the money sort of thing. And there's some people that are like like James Floyd and shit yeah. that are like real into it. I was like, yeah, I'm okay, you looking at this. Yeah, that's what I, so I'm assuming it's Stacey Dash. Yeah, Stacey Dash, who okay. if y'all remember. Um, yeah, John like Voight. conservative. Uh, These people I've, I've not heard of a lot. Yeah, there's a couple famous ones and some other not so famous ones. Um, but it just opened my eyes to like, oh, there's about to be a whole wave of like, Nick Lewib. A different Lucy Davenport. perspective on it or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. I, I personally, you know, have my own feelings on it, but I think it's uh, 
it's just crazy that people are just outwardly making propaganda films, I guess. And they're like, but this is our entertainment. That's what we want to watch. And it's like, no, no. There was a time where people were like, boo, propaganda. <laughs> I don't yeah. want that. But now it's like some 2019. people want it. That what they're shooting for? I know they haven't been able to get enough financial backing to release in theaters yet, but that's what they're pushing for. Man, I... So. I'm going to have to look at that. That looks a little insane. Right. You need to look into it. It it is pretty crazy. So earlier today, because I mentioned uh, last episode, episode I I mentioned with Dom and Watt that Who is America? New Sasha Baron Cohen show is coming out, and I'm really excited about it. They were like, oh. I've never stood up more times in my life. Yeah, so I put it on. I had I watched one clip that they had on YouTube before we watched the full episode. And so I hadn't seen a lot of it either when you watched it. But, yeah, throughout the whole episode, you kept saying, I'm going, there is no way. Oh, my God. Like, you were reacting uh, a lot to it. I just, I, the people that are actual congressmen. Right, that are actively lawmakers in our country. They were like, yes. We should put guns in four-year-old right, right, real quick. Hands. So just to explain the show, um, Sasha Baron Cohen, who is America, it's like his Ollie G show kind of from back in the day, except he just does random different characters, and then and he meets First off, they're on point, sir. Right, they're and he, he does a good job. So the first skit they show is he meets with Bernie Sanders as like a Trump that, supporter. I thought it was going to get a little bit worse. But Bernie Sanders is a fairly good-hearted man, and he wasn't yeah. going to hate I mean, on. He, was, he was very nice the entire time. He's but. like, are you disabled, sir? <laughs> <laughs> like, and The, the 199% yeah. like cracked me up. So anyway, it was trying to explain to Bernie how, why can't you just put all 100% into the 1%? Just do that. And it was really funny because Bernie Sanders, again, was trying to be nice, but this Sasha Baron Cohen's character was an idiot. Yeah. So that was entertaining. I don't really remember at the exact moment what the second and third little things were about. Um, shit. <laughs> it's late. So he... I remember exactly... Oh, the art. Sorry. Yes. He dresses up as an the art. feces. Right. He goes to this art house. He's trying to sell his art. And... This woman thinks it's just markers and cardboard. She is the craziest. And so she's all like. Mo, I can't believe. I know. So <laughs> oh my she's God. like, who cares about this marker and cardboard? And he goes, oh, actually, that's made out of my own poop. I made it in jail out of poop. <laughs> and God. then all of a sudden she's like, oh, taking human waste and making something out of it. Yeah. That's very artistic she calls him a genius calls bro. him a genius how and it's like all this stupid shit he claims he's just jacking off and pooping on shit and making art and, and, then, and no no one of them was his cellmates yeah he, goes, <laughs> he gets messed up i just like I'm, I'm terribly sorry that happened to you right and so she's just one of those i took i was an art minor so i was in a lot of classes where you would draw something and then like it, that, you weren't graded on what you actually did. You were graded on when you went up in front of the class and can you bullshit enough. So like this dude Eli was in class with. He was cool. He he drew Mickey Mouse on everything because he could draw Mickey Mouse and mm-hmm. then he would just draw other random shit. Yeah. And he'd always be like, Mickey Mouse represents America. And as a Mexican-American, I feel... And then he would go off on a tangent and they would give him an A every time. And he was fairly good. But it wasn't about your talent. It was about what sort of words can you use in the art world that make you sound pretentious and that's what people do so anyway this just hit on that perfectly yeah and i'm not gonna ruin what happens at the end of it because i want people to watch it it was enough for pal to fucking almost run out of the room it was terrible it was great i saw him with his paintbrush and shit and then the last part is the one everyone's been talking about because they're they have the full thing on youtube um where he is getting he meets with like an nra uh lobbyist more or less yep 
um, a couple of guys like that, and they talk about arming kindergartners with guns to help stop school shootings. And the to me, the thing I take from it, because they can say they're tricked all they want. I'm sure they were. I mean, they were. He but he him. did a commercial, bro. Right. And that thing is, so, yes, he was dressed up as an Israeli dude who was pro-guns, all that. So, sure, they tricked you. But when he first tells them, people will be like, oh, that's fantastic. Yes. So, like, their first genuine response is they're in support of it. So, you can't do And then anything. he makes his statement. He's like, yeah, I raped well, my wife. And but. then if they were, like, saying, yeah, I was tricked, then that means you were fake. Yeah. Why can't you be a genuine person when someone who says something you disagree with says it? So, like. All around, people look bad. I'm so excited because Roy Moore is going to be on it, Sarah Palin and Dick Cheney. We already know those three are going to be in future episodes. So I, I'm just so really like, excited. Did he already for, record all these? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Sarah Palin was the first one that came out and was like, he tricked me. He, and, I'm ready for her. And then his first trailer is Dick Cheney signing a water jug because he asked him to sign him a water testing or waterboarding kit. <laughs> and Dick Cheney looks all giddy just signing it. And you're like, oh, this is going to be good. So... I'm like super pumped. And like I said, we really enjoyed this first episode. Yeah. I just highly recommend anyone, if you can, check out the, the Who is America, even if it's just the YouTube clips they got. I mean, they're, um, it is really, really good. Um, all right. Another random thing that happened this week, Pow Wow. Did you see the video of the guy who called the cops on the hard foul? So they're no. in a basketball game in like a I've rec heard center. Of and uh first it was just a picture in like an instagram story right and then eventually the cops released the fucking body cam footage so black dude sets a hard screen older white looking guy hits his hard screen and falls and then calls the cops on him for setting a screen that knocked him to the ground so he's trying to call on saw the cops showed up we're like what the fuck and then uh -huh. they explain the situation they know each other they've been playing basketball for like a year or something together yeah and then the owner, the cops are just like, owner, you got to take care of this. And the owner banned them both for the rest of the day, which is like nothing. But the fact that the cops were called on a fucking foul. And on that one, it didn't seem super racially driven, but it was like a white looking dude that called the cops on a black guy. Now, I'm bringing I'm that up it. because also in related news, a CVS pharmacist or worker, I don't know if they're a pharmacist, called the cops on a black woman for trying to use a coupon. She was trying to use a coupon at the store. How do you? And he was okay. like, dude, on the video, he is visibly shaking. Like, it's one of these things to where, like, I mean, we. The guy who presented the coupon? No, no. The worker at Walgreens who's yelling. It's a black woman who has a coupon. White man working at Walgreens. No, CVS, I believe. Okay. Um, He's, like, calling the cops on the phone. His hand's visibly shaking. Remember how there were some people we had a pledge? Yes, little, I know. Right? Yeah, I, I got you. Your little had the shaking problem. He got nervous. It was yeah. like that. But it was like all. It was like he was scared. And it was like this older, short, black woman was just like, but I have a coupon. And he was like, well, that's a fake coupon. And he, like, freaks out, calls what? the cops, like, get this woman out of the store. And she was like, if they would have explained it was expired or I got a fake one. Like, she was seen pretty reasonable. Yeah. And I'm like, why the fuck would you ever call? If I try to use a coupon in your store and you call a cops, man, that's fucking crazy. They said the guy's been fired and shit, which, of course. And then there was one more I believe I had. Um, it's still messed up. Like, that's all you're going to do is just. Man, there was fire? one more random calling cops on black person story I had, but I, I've lost here. And I was just like, what is up with the world? And I'm not even trying to make it a racist thing. Like, I don't think you should call the cops on anyone for minute shit regardless of their race yeah like religion whatever. it's just it's crazy it keeps being shown it's like oh that many people just calling cops on people all the time 
I guess that's how they make their money or, or whatever, but it's a fucking crazy world. We live in a snitching ass world, sir. For sure. Well, and this this show, it it blew my mind, man. Right. Oh, back on. Yeah, <laughs> so I, yeah. I can't I can't get this off my mind. I know sir. we thought about it for like thirty minutes after we watched it. It's so insane that when they talk about guns and then when they're just reading off a teleprompter and you can clearly tell they do not care what they read. There's this one old man. God, I don't want to ruin it. Because, no, I'm not going to ruin it. Where they basically slip in, like, bands and rappers' names in there. Yeah. Just they don't know. That Look up the Who's America clip. It's, like, 10 minutes on YouTube, and it's the whole gun part. And, like, even on those comments, people will be like, I'm pro-gun, but fuck, they made us look bad. Yeah. And it's, like, exactly. And I think... I think some people need to do it. I think conservatives are closer to doing it than liberals because I've talked to liberals all the time. Conservatives will at least sometimes admit when other conservatives are being crazy. Yeah. Sometimes. Rather be like, yeah, that's crazy. But liberals a lot of times right back. Trump. They, at least in my opinion, I could be making all this shit up. Seems like liberals do a lot more. Well, I'm going to have their back regardless for all liberal sort of thing. Like, because they have their heart in the right yeah. place, right? So you want to give them the doubt. Where conservatives are a little more cold and logical, I think, in, in ways. And so someone was like, well, that's crazy. That doesn't line up the way my brain works. So that's crazy. So sometimes they can, unless it's Trump. Like, you know, then their brain logic <laughs> changes Um He's got that... Uh Right. Brett charm. <laughs> exactly. Um, Brandon, so this whole Russian thing happened since the last time we had a podcast. Yeah. So he had this thing in Helsinki or whatever the fuck it was called. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't mean to laugh had at the this name, like secret meeting, right? Not secret. It wasn't secret. They all knew it. It was right behind closed doors yeah. or whatever, right? And they had this meeting and they come out and I watched all this uh, live, right? For sure. Very hard to watch it with fucking translators and different languages being spoke. And I will give Donald Trump that, and but he didn't use his excuse, so it's too late now. Um, I would easily say I got fucking confused because you know what happened? <laughs> yeah. They asked me a question in Russian <laughs> or whatever fucking language, and then all of a sudden someone said in English, and then I just all double cross talk. I would just play that shit. But anyway, he gets these questions. Oh man, it's so good. And what's so weird is like they ask Putin, and no one really saw about this much that I've seen. They ask Putin, "Hey, did you tell your people?" To attack Hillary to help Donald Trump win. And he was like, yeah. I want Donald Trump to win because I like him. I did that. And then like the next question, Donald Trump. Do you believe Russia had anything to do with it? Nope. It's like he just said it. He just, he just said it in front yeah. of you. So that's weird. And I'm going to say later on in this podcast when Chris is on about how this genius movie playing for Trump that could be correct. But it. And I think what people have have a hard time about, because I've seen this today on Facebook, of this, well, how can it be collusion? You can't convince 60 million people to vote, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, when the fact he won't even admit that Russia put out fake news, that y'all, that conservatives or Donald Trump supporters probably liked and shared on Facebook yeah. and believed it was true, it did sway their opinion and when it, Crooked Hillary killed 87 people in 1993 or whatever, you yeah. know, they're sharing. Um that does have an effect on people's mindset. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is, you just still believe it if you're a Trump supporter. So you're like, well, fuck you. That's my dude. And it's like. It also makes people want to come out and vote. Like exactly. for Oklahoma's state question 788, which is. Right. So and when story. Snappy gets back on, I'm sure he'll yeah. give me all the updates on, on our state questions coming up. Um, but yeah, the, the whole Trump thing. So I just think it's crazy to me that a president can say like. Our intelligence agencies are wrong. Vladimir Putin is correct. Trust me. Yeah. 
he's a good guy. <laughs> and then we're just, and then he's like, media's witch hunting me. And it's like, no, if George W. Bush was like, you know what? I talked to Saddam Hussein and he said he didn't do it. And I believe him. So that's cool. Or if it was like, we're going to go to Afghanistan or if it was like literally any war, like World War II, they're like, well, and that was actually the best thing I've seen where I don't remember whoever the fucking leader of Japan was when they bombed Pearl Harbor. Yeah. But it was like, you know, uh, the president being like, I talked to Japan. They said they didn't bomb Pearl Harbor. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of the equivalent to me. And now, again, I'm fully on record of being like, I think we should have good relationships with Russia. But if we're going to be number one in the world, we can't be acting like a little bitch. <laughs> That's for sure. That's also the thing. Like he, and if you just look at their body language, again, I watch it all live. It was a very much a reek scenario from Game of oh, Thrones. Oh, man, right? those, those it, are it, so good. And it really was. Like Putin just sat there and he looked comfortable. Yeah. He had no fucking worries in the world. And Donald Trump's like shoulder slump looking down at the ground like a bored fucking toddler slash someone who was fucking worried someone was about to say some shit. And so I think it's just natural to wonder. And I think uh, a lot of Trump supporters are getting mad that people are wondering, like, how dare you? He's the president. It's like, guys, y'all wonder where Obama was born at for yeah. forever, even though you would fully admit he lived all but one that one fucking year in America. And you were <laughs> like, nope, that first fucking year. And then it's like Donald Trump has all this shit with Russia. You're like, well, yeah, they're friends. They're friendly people. They're just they're cool. <laughs> and he's like all hating on fucking Europe and shit that are like all our allies. So it's just a crazy world. Um, the tariffs are still a thing that I've been mentioning for fucking weeks. Yes. I don't think all people understand how hard it's going to hit. Another random fact I learned today, we used to be nothing but tariffs in the United States. But back in the day, we realized when we have tariffs, all that does is hurt the poorest people. Because mm -hmm. you're going to pay the same tariffs on products regardless if you're in the lowest class or the richest class. So you're proportionately rich people don't yeah. have to pay as much right and so they realized that back in the day and so they said well here's a proposal we'll eliminate all tariffs but instead we'll have an income tax and that's how we got the income tax but now they're gonna add tariffs back yeah. and that's not even the craziest part the craziest part is this is a conservative republican who would normally be for less taxes is wanting more is wanting more. Yeah. And there are, our deficits went up since Trump's been in office. He spends more money than Obama spent. Oh, man. Everything's worse. So it's like, it's just opposite of a conservative. So that, I think that's why I get so fascinated. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, y'all don't understand. This is fucking weird. It's like, uh, is it neocons, the people that like spend a lot of conservatives? I don't fucking know enough about politics. But Me anyway, neither. that's the world of politics for this week. That's as far as I'll go. And I'm sure most of it's inaccurate. <laughs> oh, one more thing we can talk about. Then we can get in fantasy football. We okay. can wrap it. Um, we also watched a stand-up comedy earlier that was pretty good. I think the guy's name is Jim Jeffries. Okay. I think that we just watched. He's an Australian guy. Yeah. And Snappy hit me up earlier this week and said, hey, I and think good you'll. good call, Snappy. He goes, I think you'll really like this. He didn't say he liked it. He said he thinks I'll like wrong. it. Go ahead. This is. Um, but he was definitely right up my alley as far as all of his humor, all of his yeah. jokes were definitely something I would find funny. But so I think you definitely, definitely have to remember these are jokes. Oh, yeah. He's very offensive. Um, Super offensive. But he's, again, I, I've said this all the time. I really enjoy satire, and I think I have a good eye for like, well, they're trying to make a point with that. And maybe they're not. Maybe I give people benefit of the doubt too much. Um, <laughs> I think on this one you may, sir. But, yeah, there were times where it's like he's trying to say something with it. 
it's he's just going over like when no. he's like we're building the wall or like okay he goes on this whole 10 minute thing about dirty mexicans yeah which sounds super racist but when he's saying it he's proving a point how all the things people say about dirty mexicans are incorrect because he's like being very hyperbolic about it mm-hmm. but it is so shocking when he says it that you're like oh shit this australian dude's going off on mexicans for some reason right like so I don't know. He walks a crazy line, and not maybe he goes over it for sure. But for me, I think he I steps over a couple of times. But with the whole uh, babies uh, and well, he talks about what docking is for gay men. Oh man! And I've never heard of docking before, <laughs> and that was very enlightening. I know, very enlightening. And then he goes on this whole tangent of circumcised versus uncircumcised penises and hating on the. Everyone there in yeah, England he's where he's in at. London. He's in London. Oh. Um, another one I watched earlier this week, you should check it out, Pow Wow, on HBO, is Bill Maher has one that was live from Oklahoma. Really? And he recorded like a week after the marijuana vote went through for the medical. Yeah. So he brings that up a lot in the beginning. Um, and I personally really like Bill Maher. I know a lot of people hate Bill Maher. And I'm told I even get that. I get that because he, he hates on conservatives and Republicans a lot. Mm-hmm. And then he turns around and hates on Democrats and liberals as well. And so, therefore, not a lot of people like him. But he is more liberal than conservative, definitely. But he does hate on both. And on the special, he hates on both. And, um, I don't know, he's just really funny. I mean, again, I just take it, I'm going into a comedic act. Right. Act. I mean, I'm the only ones that are like, I need dry, or I need dry bar humor, which is normally like clean humor, right? Yeah. Like, Jeff Foxworthy's cool and all, but I mean, get as blue as you need in your comedy for me. Like, you can drop as many f bombs or whatever. Yeah. And I'm I'm all for it. That dude was cussing. It 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 did make it a little uncomfortable at certain times. Yeah. Um, but it, it was funny. Very dry. Sometimes it were funny. Right. I, I mean, I really like him. I know he has a lot of stand up specials on Netflix, uh-huh. so I'm gonna have to go back and watch some other ones now. But he had this <laughs> he says a lot of good jokes, so I don't want to yeah. argue away but anyway, if anyone wants to watch some really kind of offensive stand up no I it's super offensive it. not there's no kind of it's <laughs> super offensive out of the thirty minutes or whatever it is it I'd was an say, hour okay, it was an hour, yeah, so I'd say forty eight minutes of it were offensive, yeah, that's probably a good call, <laughs> call. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm gonna have one serious thing I'm gonna try to get through if I can remember my thought process from when I wrote it down to right now after it's super late and we might have had a little to drink. Yeah. What is it? Okay. I think I figured out the problem with America today. All right. What is it? I think it's that we don't have any more evil. See, in different times of history, we have like Hitler, he was evil. Or like most of the country, you know, believe in the devil and he was evil. Got it. And so like everything, like we have something to fight against. But I think a lot of people are waking up to like, at least I know me personally, I don't find anyone evil necessarily. Like I can pretty much get, have empathy for anyone. And be like, I get where they're coming from. Like Kim Jong-un and people are like, he's evil. And I'm like, you know what? He got sent to a boarding school in England when he was fucking a kid. And then at 13, he got yanked out of that motherfucker because his brother turned out to be gay. And then he got disowned from the family and deported to China. And then he goes, guess what? You're going to be the leader. And then he's just been thrown into this role and he just wanted his father's love. And then he gets in there and the survivors are like, kill your bro, uncle. So I'm bro, like, I can just sympathize bro, with a lot of people. Bro, are you are you <laughs> trying to say he sympathizes with the dude who's sick dogs on his uncle for sleeping in a parade? Dude, it's how you're raised. About himself. You know, it's how you're raised. 
He's 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 a young uh, man still. So we want everyone to be evil, but I just think that's not the case. And I think you know, arguably, America does evil shit as well. And so we're like uh-huh. a lot of people like me will be like, for instance, even this Russian meddling. I'm not that freaked out by because I'm like, guess what we did in every election across this world probably fucking meddled and put out memes and shit about their shit. And even like guaranteed we do that shit. Like we've been doing it forever. So when I know that I'm not going to like we drop drones and kill fucking innocent people in the Middle East. So whenever they're like so-and-so attacked a village with a bomb, you're like, yeah, we do that all the time. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what we do. So when you have that thought, at least me, I'm like, there is no good or evil. It's all fucking gray these days. And I just think people like having evil. So conservatives are normally like the liberals are evil. They're yeah. going to take my guns and do all this stuff. And liberals are like conservatives are evil. And it's like, no, not really. They're fucking all right. But everyone just wants to fucking kill each other. Side note real quick. I thought this was my drink and I almost took a drink out of it. What is it? <laughs> the fucking microphone. Oh, you almost drank out of your microphone. All right. Yeah, and that wouldn't have worked at all <laughs> oh god bit. okay so fun stuff you want to talk about you've been watching big brother yeah man it is intense it so is intense. first off caitlin the craziest i hate every time she talks so she has this what she calls a hit okay that the bromance is talking about or which they are right i don't i don't know what you want to call it I'll give it to her. Anyways. Real quick. Me and Koopy had an argument earlier, and you witnessed it, over, I believe, because this woman thinks she has psychic powers in which she can see the colors of auras around people's heads and has dreams about shit that actually happened in rooms she wasn't in, that therefore she believes she has some sort of supernatural power. Yeah. And Koopy was like, well, no, she has a power. And I was like, what else would that be? So anyway, she thinks she's a fucking psychic. It's so annoying. And then she, on coincidence... Fucking wakes up and claims she <laughs> Mother, had a dream no about such something. Thing as coincidences. <laughs> and then it happens to be true. So then she, if you watch, is the most shocked fucker in that whole room about And, she, it and she's so happy for a second. And then she instantly realizes, oh, shit. Dude. And she's like, wait. And it turns into full bitch mode. <clears throat> yeah. And then she and goes go, off on everybody. And Brett, being Mr. Cool, calm, I, I think it's crazy that he talked to Scotty and Scotty out loud says, you know, He's swaying me like I know it's craziness, weird. but um, Fezzi doing okay. Casey, she she's very right. well just hidden. Casey was Scoopy's favorite pick too at the beginning, and she's very under the radar. No one. I we, think we'll see what happens. I just want to know on this enduro comp. Dude, honestly, Scotty's been my favorite, and then I watched the live feeds after the live eviction. Yeah, um, in this most recent episode or the most recent Thursday one when this comes out. He's so annoying during the competition, yelling words of encouragement to people because he was the head of household, so he wasn't competing, right? Then I was like, wow. He kept calling someone daddy, and it just really threw me off. Okay. And so I don't know if Scotty's my favorite anymore. (laughs) Nope, nope. (laughs) You can't change it, sir. You can't change it. you got to stick with it. I'll stick if I can. So do you think Brett's just going to beast it out? and See, I kind of like Brett. I but guess I guess I can't, I can't ask you because you know and uh, I, honestly I don't remember. Koopy says she okay. knows who won, and if I thought really hard about it, I remember oh, okay. we watched it for over an hour and they were still going. It was one of those stamina ones, right? Yeah. And so I was like, God damn it! But I mean, like Rockstar fell on me, Yuli. Of course she did. <laughs> right. So, uh, 
Man, I don't know. It's good, though, all around. It's getting better every episode. Right. I and am excited. I'm trying to explain to people that used to watch and have kind of fallen off. Like, this season started off really good, so we'll yeah. see what happens. I mean, it could fall off, but I think it'd be a good season to to watch. Oh, for sure. I mean, we've been watching it uh, every night. I just, I really am uh, surprised that uh, Fezzi wasn't taken out quicker. Well, he's a nice guy. He has Caitlin. Right. And what's his name? Is it Ryan, the surfer dude? Uh, Tyler? Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, me and Chris are going to talk about some of this just barely because Chris does watch as well. And I think I say something to the extent of, like, if Tyler can pull it off, he'll be one of the best players ever. Oh, but for I just sure. I feel like he's – Well, he, he made it. It's his, too easy now. It's going to come back. It has to. But, but it, he can't get put on for the first – what eight weeks or something crazy? Was it? Is that what it is? Yeah, he got a long, long power up. I think it was that long. It could have been though. Yeah, I'm um, gonna look it up. Okay, and so also something else we're gonna talk about here, and so a lot of people can just tune out now, honestly, for the rest of the episode. Yeah, unless you want to hear my cool beat I make at the end. Um, we're gonna talk about our football league that we have set up. So in a minute, uh, we'll tell you all the email, apodcastwithmo at gmail.com. If you want to join the A Podcast with Mo Fantasy Football League. Yeah, you should join. We have five spots open. And I yeah. just want people that listen to the podcast. And people that play every week. Yeah, and then we and all these things we actually go over later in the podcast with Chris. But those are the most I just want people to listen so that if we talk about it, you'll hear it. And yes. then people that play every week, you only have to be good as long as you try real, you know. Yeah. Or active and all that shit. Okay, one, I guess, little thing I guess we got this week because it's fresh news now is also in the NBA basketball world. Uh, Kawhi Leonard trade finally happened. Have yeah, you seen anything about that? I have. All right, so it went Kawhi to Toronto. Toronto. And also Danny Green, which everyone acts like is a washed up player, but he's a start. Yeah, he has too. started. I mean, there's not many two, good two guards in the league. And so, anyway. Um, they go to Toronto, and then the Spurs get Pirtle and DeMar DeRozan. And I think it's a good trade for everyone. I don't think there's a bad one. Now, people think Kawhi might not play this year, but that's dumb. They won't pay him if he doesn't play. So I don't know if he does that. Um, but I just think it's a good trade all around for everybody. Like I think DeMar DeRozan fits perfectly with the Spurs with his playing style. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean – about that, the uh, president of the Raptors came out and uh, apologized and said that there was a miscommunication with DeRozan because, you know, he's upset because he said that he was told right. well, he was going to stay. I was listening to Zach Lowe's podcast, and Zach Lowe and uh, Usai Majir or whatever the mm-hmm. Toronto Raptors, you know, GM's name is, uh, they're pretty close. And Zach Lowe's like, I just can't imagine him ever telling that because they've been trying to trade him for two years, and he's been open about that. So, like, I don't know why he would tell him all of a sudden now, you know, you have this promise. So, who knows or whatever. But, I mean, he did want to finish his career in Toronto, and very few players are like that. So, it is kind of fucked up. But I also understand the logic of, well, we tried as long as we could, four or five years with this team. they can lose him after this year, right, Kawhi? They can. But Thunder could have lost Paul George. I think everyone looked at that, and they're like, oh, maybe we can convince him. Honestly, dude, the East is... But they the, don't have Russell Westbrook. The Raptors could, should be the second or third best team, or in the top three teams. They might be the first with Kawhi played. So, like, I think it's a good game. Yeah, I know, because people are saying, you know, does it 
does that make the Raptors um, the favorites? I don't put them now? over the Celtics. Maybe the Sixers, just because you don't never know about Joel Embiid's availability or whatever. But and then another random trade in the NBA is Carmelo Anthony got traded from the Thunder yeah. to the Hawks, and he'll be waived, and he'll be waived, and then the Thunder got Dennis Schroeder. And then also somehow the 76ers came in and they got, I don't remember who the fuck from Atlanta, and then sent a guy whose initials are TLC because I can't remember to pronounce his last name. Timothy Luwawu Cabarro. Yeah. Um, and he was like a decent potential prospect back in the day, but he's been injured a lot. So we'll see what happens. Dennis Schroeder, everyone's very excited he's going to be on the Thunder. But my only thought is, I'll, I'll mention the pros first. He's a leading scorer on the Hawks last year, mm-hmm. so he should be able to score. But he's been a bad locker room guy reputation-wise, and the whole reason they traded Jeff Teague is because he like was throwing fits in the locker room and didn't start. Now, of course, that won't happen with Westbrook. But, yeah, you know, I don't know what he's like. Now, maybe he'll love this whole six-man-of-the-year potential. But then again, I also love Raymond Felton. I hate that Raymond Felton's going to be – getting some minutes knocked out you know so i don't know i like the move they need the depth for sure but with the way they play and Westbrook does so much it's like well do you need really that many ball handlers i know like in theory yes but in practice westbrook always wants the ball the whole time yeah so. i've seen where they uh thunder lost that on like 107 million or something because the way they did the, they did a trade not like a drop and pay or something right well they well the way because they did the trade they didn't have to stretch his contract where it would have taken up like nine million over the next five years yeah. as opposed to and so now they just don't have it and went to the Hawks the Hawks waived it because you have to use your cap space but now the Kings are the last team in the NBA with cap space left which is just so rare that only one team has cap space left so if anyone wants a deal that's where you can get one if you're still on the market or whatever which is just crazy. Yeah, because I've seen where the Rockets were thinking about going after Melo. I know. that That's what they say the plan is. Uh, I think it's the dumbest plan. Honestly. I just think it, the fit's horrible, but I hope they do it. The of video course. of him, the where they make fun of him not having a ring, and the other uh, four guys from his draft class did. Right. It's funny. Well, Chris Paul, well, he's on his draft class. Yeah, he's the one afterwards. So, yeah, that's funny. But he's the only one that has a college championship. So, that is true. Suck it on that one. It's true. But, all right, man. Thanks for coming out. Uh, we for sure. It's 2 a.m. Hell yeah. So, I, don't I think stayed it'll be this an late. hour whenever it gets yeah, cut I down. I stayed up this know. late in a long time. I know. So, I'd rather go to bed. Uh, you have a lot of work to do tomorrow. Might yes, play I a little more Fortnite. We've been doing some of that. I got another single victory today. Hell yeah, man. It's very impressive. excited about it. I got. I basically killed whoever the alpha was when there was like four people left. And then when it was down to just two of us left, I was like, is that fucker just sitting in a room that I could see through that window? And I just walked my ass up there very gingerly right up to the door, shot through the door and killed him. Cause I could kill the wall or whatever. Yeah. It was very simple. And then I danced with the Napoleon dynamite dance. That was my favorite. <laughs> so anyway, it's a good one. So anyway, man, if you're ever back in Ada, um, and I'm going to send you with that fucking microphone this time, so in case we can figure out how to, for you to call <laughs> Just in. Just remind me. Yeah, man, I'll sit it out. Um, but man. All right, guys, peace. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom.
what up? And we are now joined by Chris. Hey, guys. Or Chick. Yeah, Chick. Go with Chick. All right. So, all right, we have five things, basically, on my short list for you to be here today. And this right. is going to, this is recorded first, but it's going to be on the later half of the podcast, so it's cool time travel shit. Cool. So I'm also feeling good about that. All right, my first thing, and you uh, are probably like the closest TV Closest person to me as far as big of a TV fan. Yeah, I, that I know. TV. Right, TV like fan. most people that come on here like Dom and Wyatt last week are like, I'll watch YouTube only. And I'm like, <laughs> God damn it, fucking weird millennials. And I get it, I'm kind of technically one, but technically, I love I'm me some too. prestige TV. Yeah. Uh so instead of talking about TV shows, which we can in a minute and yeah. bring up some you might have watched, I've had basically three random ideas for TV shows. So something I've done throughout my life is I'll have this idea of like that'd be a cool movie or show, yeah. and it might not even be the whole idea. It might just be like this. It could be one scene in a make believe movie where I'm like, "Oh, it'd be funny if a guy woke up sucking on a dude's nipple from a nap, <laughs> right, or right. some random shit." Uh, so anyway, I have a few down. I'm gonna try to do this periodically um, okay. if I can come up with more ideas. See how you like them. The first one is more of like I guess in a shameless world, but it's gonna be called a baby named Matthew. Or some crackhead meth head lady names her baby Matthew instead of Matthew. And then this kid has to grow up with a fucking name Matthew. And that's the only idea I have for this series. It's like a twist between Shameless and Breaking Bad, maybe? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. It could be. Like, he's trying to run from the meth, but his name's just so good. <laughs> it draws him okay. in. Uh, my next idea would be a Cops rapture happens. You know, so biblical rapture sort of thing. Uh it happens, but only like 200 people disappear. Right. Like the smallest number possible for like a percentage wise. And then people are like, wait, what the fuck? I thought I would be raptured. I was, <laughs> and it was like, no, all those rolls, you ate shellfish, wrong. wrong. You you wore mixed mix fabric clothing, wrong. wrong. And that just, and so it was like, no, you, you should have followed all that shit. Right. So I think that'd be a fun would, idea. And would that be like, those were the God's law and Jesus was like, a, like he the was actual a anti, when he was actually the antichrist that you took away. No, from the I wouldn't go because I think I think uh, maybe he was like because I think God can be viewed as a very uh, tyrant being, right? So Jesus was the one trying to fight for human rights in God world, and he right. came down to preach this message, and God was like, "Look what they did to you, son! They killed <laughs> you. That didn't work, did it?" And right. then God went back to being a tyrant, something like that. You know, if you're really fleshing out the God lore. If, that would be crazy. Yeah, there was a show I, I'd watch that. I wish I think it was called Kings. I could be wrong. On NBC back in the day, and it was like a modern day telling of the story of David, and it was so fucking good. And I've down I had before one time downloaded the first season because that's all that existed before it got canceled. Yeah, but it was like David took out the Goliath tank <laughs> by by well, he had a wrench and he right. un done a bolt or some shit and it all fell apart it was pretty entertaining and then my last one and i think this would have to be a movie and i think this will exist someday 100 percent. where it's this whole trump russia thing and i'm sure earlier on in this podcast me and snappy talked about this but it's that whole thing but trump is just an idiot right like did you see the google if you type in idiot, idiot right it's trump's the number one <laughs> I did see that. but you know like tom arnold off the stupids like where trump is like Really, there's no Russian collusion, <laughs> but then he happens to misspeak. Like, let's say he actually misspoke. But did you mistweet? <laughs> right. And it's just like everything that he could do wrong, he does wrong, but it's not because, like, he actually has no ties. It's just he's so 
prone to fucking up <laughs> that he just keeps fucking up and where everyone thinks he's this sort of like Russian spy genius. Yeah. I think that'd be a funny movie. And I could see Zach Galifianakis in his later days playing that role very well. Yeah, a good comedy with him. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to go hard comedy yeah. or whatever. It couldn't be a, at all serious. <laughs> but so anyway, those are my three movie slash TV show ideas. Um, is there any TV shows you've been enjoying lately? I really like the Paramount Network. Uh, now that's the Paramount, Paramount. Yeah, it used to be Spike. Yeah, it used to be Spike. I watch it because I love Ink Master. Ink Master is great. It is. And that's probably why I was watching that show. And then you see, you know all the shows that are coming up and Yellowstone came up and it was really good. Kevin Costner plays a cowboy that like fits him perfectly. I know on the ringers website, they have a whole article dedicated to the many awesome jackets he wears. Right. Like he's, <laughs> he's always in some type of Carhartt jacket. I'm pretty sure it's Carhartt and he's just, I mean, he's the man's man of all cowboys. He's the cowboy of all cowboys. Right. Know? So something my dad would probably like, yeah. I need to let him know. Anyone who loves a good Western would love this show. And it's, I it's saw like, where they had Waco as well before Waco's that looked good. cool. And I really enjoyed the David Koresh story. So I'm assuming I like I was alive show. during that time. So right. like I remember it. And so it's a good perspective to see like they go really hardcore that David Koresh did nothing wrong. Like, ah. but in, in all actuality, did he do anything wrong? It depends. Do you think convincing adults to do this stuff is a crime or not? I don't. Right. I like, think that's you maybe using having sex with an underage girl is definitely a crime. Sure. And, and that's something he could get in trouble for. But I think he has to follow as long as he's not like killing someone, he could hoard as many guns as he wanted. to. Yeah. My grandpa's a, was a uh, like prison guard, not prison, like it was Department of Correction. Right. It was like or a DOCs. police DOC stuff. And he uh, had to go to a lot of training. And right. one of his trainings, the trainer was one of the like FBI or no ATF guys, I think, that was right. there that day. And he says, like, it still haunts him, this teacher, because no one knows who shot first. He still right. he doesn't know if it was them. Like, he, he would admit right. fully. And he was like, and it just seems like it could have all been avoided. So, like, it has a tragic ending. Yeah. So, I guess that's why I never watched the show. Because, like, well, I know how this all ends. But... I know Riggins from Friday Night Lights yeah, is the John main Riggins. guy, and so I want to watch it just because I like him. So he, eventually, I'm sure I will. He plays a good role; like he does a good job. I mean, I don't know if it's the writing. Some of it's you're just like, come on, right? But it's a little over dramatic. Um, but it, they paint, paint the picture. They don't do a very good job of being biased. They, they point, paint the picture the government did everything wrong. It's just right. Knowing that going into it, I I thought it was going to be the other way around. Right, where he was going to be the bad guy. Right, he was going to be the bad guy. Um, so yeah, it, it was a good way. Either. It was a good way to see it, I guess. Um, Waco was great. Uh, other shows that I've watched recently is Big Brother's on. Fuck yeah. Okay, so every person that's been on this Thank podcast God. so far, I'm like, you watch Big Brother, and then look, I don't watch it. I even gave Snappy my login shit so he can go on CBS All Access. I'm like, you can watch a lot of feeds, but if I can watch you, will sleep. But they don't care. And Dom and Wyatt act like I was a idiot well dom was like i used to watch but not now Wyatt thinks he's just above it i guess if um, you start watching you won't want to stop i know it's the best and i was trying to tell dom last week that and uh, we are recording this early so yeah. we don't know who went home week three yet at right. the, when we're recording this i was telling like these first two weeks is probably the most high intensity first two weeks because normally people it's like they a get so many bonuses vote. and stuff yeah usually right. it's like they all agree and no, right. you can't figure out who's in alliance these people are playing their cards, right? It's I'm weird. telling you, I'm on this team from the get go, and it's the nerd. I mean, not to be rude, but ner the nerds—they're calling their own right, right? Led by Scotty, instead. But Scotty's kind of on B. his own. Well, I mean, 
That's true because he did backdoor swag, held backdoor Swaggy. Right. I think week. he's playing his own game. I think Swaggy's original alliance wait, is, wait, was already broke. Swaggy broke. Christopher. Yep. That I guess we're going to call you Swaggy, <laughs> Swaggy C now. Swaggy C you. For the rest of the show. Um, I am into it. Uh, I like the bros, but also hate them because they're douchebags. But I'm like, yeah. but I think they could do well. Um, you got to break them up. Scotty's doing the, the move that he knows to win this game is break those two up because they're going to beat you in the long run. Right. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, but it has been a really good season. Yeah. I'm just glad other people. So we'll have to have and you on. Caitlin. I hate her, dude. God. I'm just trying to explain to Pow or someone that when she comes on the screen, I just hate her. She's faking the whole. T- it's fake. Right. It's clearly fake. It's all fake. And so there's just something about her that I really hate. It's, but then Tyler's also like, I he's said the mastermind two weeks ago when Powell was on here. I said, I want to like Tyler, but also don't because I think he's being an idiot because he's lying to everyone. Everyone. But with all that said, no one's caught him and he's doing a really great job. So maybe he will mastermind. He could go down as a top five he player talk. of all time. He listens. Yeah, and, and then people want to tell him everything, and then he'll like pitch his idea. And to me, it's so obvious. But again, we have the hindsight of knowing his intention, right? And they'll be like, "No, it's okay." No, it's, and they don't he's even like, think oh, about shit. it. Shit, yeah, but he doesn't do anything to like steer it in another way. After that, he leaves it alone. Right. So he is good. Um, I don't know if you saw, but Kevin Hart's new show TKO super uh, funny. Brought up a couple of times. I'm sure I'm annoying people with Tyler it. was on it, right? but he's going to be on it tonight. I believe because we're recording this on Wednesday. Maybe he gets um, backdoored. Oh, that'd be great. Well, I mean, he, they've pre-filmed it, but it it's interesting that they that they picked this week to show it if it's right. pre-filmed. Yeah, and maybe it was going to always be that way. Maybe they're choosing the Big Brother high, yeah. but right. um, interesting that he was like a. To me, he's at least a CBS. That's favorite. at least my fan theory, right? It's like <laughs> they're uh, conspiracy. My conspiracy theory is they're going to help him out. Right? right. They've Absolutely. held him out completely because they got something in the game. Um, all right, so that's our TV. Big Brother is about all I've watched lately. Right. I watch a lot of Glow. Glow. I also finished season two of Glow. It's fucking amazing. But All right, the main reason, I think we're at this point in here. I think we're there. But anyway, the main reason you're here yeah. is we're going to have a fantasy football league. Cool. This league is going to be the A Podcast with Mo League. Okay, yeah. So it's named after the podcast. So currently, I believe we have seven people already signed up. It would be you, me, mm-hmm. Dom, who's also been on here, Snappy, who is also on this podcast, Pow Wow, who has been on here, right. Pow Wow's wife, because she just wants to play, and I'll let her in. And she did a good job last year. She did. And then Sean, who I t- I learned him the football two years ago, learned and he's him. been real fucking Dude, good. Dude, he's so good. I know. I told him basically all but my secrets, I, yeah. and was like, I might have been three years ago. Whenever it was his first year with us, right. I was at his house, and I go, all right, man, I don't tell you this, but this is what I do. And I right. told him basically all my Little it's 10 years of learning. It's not fair. And oh, then I all did of a make sudden, the stupid trade for Zeke with him, though. I know. We'll get that in a minute. So what happens, though, now is Sean takes every guy I would take when we draft. And I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's just weird how similar we play. Right. Um, so anyway, Sean will be in it. And then I feel like there's someone else I'm missing. But anyway, we have five spots left. Mm-hmm. I personally want all of them to be people who listen to the podcast so that if like you come on or Dom, we can talk, we can talk, talk shit, shit a little yeah. bit at the end. We're going to always say right. fantasy for the end because I know me. Give a reason to come on the podcast I as don't well. give a fuck about other people's fantasy yeah. leagues, so I get it if people yeah. don't care about ours. Um, so anyway, if anyone's out there listening, um, I, I think, like for instance, Rusty, I don't think he's ever played, but if he was like, I really want to get into it and I'll join your league, I would let him in because I know he listens. Right. So anyway, that's what I'm saying is, the priorities for me is if you listen, one. Number two is are you good or you're going to stick around? Because that's a thing. For yeah. instance, we had a guy in our league, and I won't hate on him because I don't know if he listens to this or not. <laughs> um, I saw him about a month ago, 
And I was like, he has for keeping the league going. I go, well, no, man, because no one stuck around last year. So we're going to do a new league because, you know, only like five of us even tried. And he goes, right. I logged in every week. And I was like, there's no way. And if you did, that's even worse. So yeah, like I haven't sent an invite. We might eventually if we have to, but I would love to just get podcast listeners, you know, on the a podcast with Mo fo- Fantasy Football League on ESPN. Your team Moser, Moser, but your name is spelled Eric Moser. That's not me. That's Snappy, my cousin. Oh, that's Snappy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see yours at the top. Yeah, I changed mine. Um, okay, I'm gonna so have to change mine. We're gonna go over basically the rules of this league. So, yeah. if anyone that is in this league um, is listening, this is your chance to know the rules, and we can change these up till whenever <laughs> the draft date is. Okay. Now that also reminds me, we have to pick a draft date. Me personally, I'd love to go the Sunday before the regular season starts. Mm-hmm. But I know every year powwow says that's fine. And then he calls the day before and says, well, I'm going to be on the road all during the draft. So it's going to auto draft. So please let me know right. what days work best, but that's what I'm going to be shooting for is the Sunday before the NFL season starts for the draft. Right. And then also, I know you like auctions. I'm very uh, curious about the auction system. And I think if someone invites me to a league that does an auction, I would try it. Yeah. I just don't know if I want to do it for this one because yeah. we have a lot of returners, right? And we've always kind of done our snake draft. So that's yeah. what we're going to do um, yeah. here. Um, so anyway, we have 12 people, like I mentioned earlier. Now, typically in the past, we do a two-quarterback league. Right, which is a tough you know, someone guards all the quarterbacks, weeks. and then when but I do make it where you can only have three, right? So that helps, but you can still Bogart, get them, right? Yeah. Now, the biggest change I'm going to make this year is we're going to have one quarterback, but you'll also have one offensive player utility slot, right? Any player, quarterback, which could be anyone, any offensive yeah. player. So it could be your second quarterback, right. but if it's a week where you don't have to and you want to put a running back right. or whatever, you can. So that'll be the biggest difference. So. Um, two QB leagues are different for anyone that joins and haven't played them before. Um, yeah. Quarterbacks are just more valuable. Like they're not Stat valuable padding. in single. It, I mean, you have to really cut their stats. Like you can't give them a point for every 10 yards or every right. 100 and We'll go yards. over those in a minute. Cause I tried to, I tried to knock them down a little bit from last year, just a little bit. Um, but I also like them being important cause they are in real football. Yep. Uh, so anyway, and we have two running backs. Yeah. Cool with that. Uh, maximum of six. Okay. And then we got three wide receivers. Okay. With a maximum of six. Okay. Uh, maybe seven. Okay. Keep got notes over there. Well, next is tied in. Tied in. So you got you start one, but you can have three on the roster, which people normally don't right. have that many. Um, and then we have a flex, which can be a running back, wide receiver, or tight end. Okay, so just the skill positions? Yes. Yeah. And then we have an offensive player utility, which is the can be any offensive player. And there's one of those. I'm going to just call that OU, offensive utility. That works. And you can have, that's just one spot, but you, it's just one of the other roster right. spots. Exactly. Okay. Um, now, uh, before we get into the crazy stuff, so you have one kicker, of course, yeah. like normal, and then one defense. And okay. you can have a max of three of each of those. So it's not IDP? Well, I'm getting there. Oh, okay. I was just going to wait. It's like, that's your standard shit, right? Yeah. And then something else we do that's pretty different, and the reason I always make my own league is because no one else I know does it, is I love IDP leagues, yeah. which stands for Individual Defensive Players. Right. So 
we are going to have as well. We will have, and I'm doing it different this year than I've ever done it before. In the past, I've done like D tackles, D ends. Right. And, and two of each that played. Yeah. Right. But I kind of, I changed it up a little bit. So this year I got three defensive linemen. Okay. So any, any D tackles or D ends. So you, you could get Aaron Donald, but maybe you don't want to get him because the other guy gets more sacks. Right. So whatever. It's just going to count as D linemen. There's not going to be a separation there. And then three linebackers. Okay. And these start? Yeah. Okay. Max? No limits on defense because okay. people. Why would you care. hoard defense? Yeah. Right. Um, and then three defensive backs. <clears throat> okay. So I simplify that a lot. Mm-hmm. Just three D linemen, three linebackers, and three defensive backs. Yeah. Because before we had like two corners, two safeties, two linebackers. Each position had two, two tackles, yeah. two in. And two then safeties, it, two strong safeties. And honestly, it just right. makes the draft take too long. Yeah. So that was really where my thought was. So if anyone, you know, that's playing or has played in the past, think that's, you know, not as it won't work. But I also did it because I don't think we should add more defensive players than offensive players. So we got one quarterback start one, one, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, seven, one flex, eight, one offensive player, nine, three linebackers, three defensive linemen, three defensive backs, defense slash special teams, place kicker. So like 20. So right. 20 people. Right. And then this is the one that we can talk about. I have 10 bench slots. I, I already said that nine, but 10 is fine. Okay. Because I was 20 people. I figured half of that for bench made sense. Yeah. And then I have one IR spot. I mean, I'm cool with that because that way you're not hoarding someone that might come off IR late. Right. So we've normally done two IR spots, but yes, I've – Sometimes it's dumb. Yeah. And honestly, I've thought about doing no IR spots and just letting the injuries really affect you. But so I think one's a good middle. Yeah. Exactly. I guess. Like, because it would affect you in real life. Right. If you get Aaron yeah. Rodgers, all right, put him on the IR. But if you want else, you don't have a spot yeah. for on the IR anymore. Right. So those are the positions at the moment. So that'll put us drafting 30 players. Okay. And then I have it, I think, set for 60 second picks. So it's not that two minute bullshit. We're going to have to get through these picks fast. Right. Draft. So. If you have a player in IR, your 31st pick will be a free agent, obviously. Right. Cool. Okay. So, scoring-wise. Okay, so <laughs> for this year, um, I did look at last year's when I made this. I try to make the QB a little less potent compared to what we did last year. So, uh, so you're not having 47-point <clears throat> games. Exactly. Your- so, our passing, we have every 25 yards is one point. Okay, hold on. Me and Chris did go over all the scoring, but it's extremely boring, so I cut it out. Uh, if you're interested in joining the league, let us know and you can look at all the point scoring systems once you're in. So anyway, if anyone out there is interested in our fantasy football league, we need five people. I just want people that play every week, listen yeah. to the podcast. So if I talk shit about you, <laughs> right, um, or if I'm pissed at you because you stole someone I wanted right. or I whatever, can, I can, I, you can hear that. Get it out. <laughs> exactly. So that's that's the goal at the moment. Um all right, moving on to our top five favorite sports video games. All right, this was a tough one for me because I grew up in the age where Nintendo was boss. Right. And I you got to go, go your favorite. Um, I'm going to go with, and it's tough. So I'm, is this your number five? Yeah, it's my number five. Number five. Go with Madden. Okay. And, and, and just because it's it's good and it's always going to be good. Right. No matter, but like certain seasons were better, and I hope we weren't going by that. No, no. I mean, you can, I mean, I kind of put like my actual games, but Madden's perfect because I want to at least talk about Madden because I don't have it on my list. Right. So 
I skipped Madden last year, missed nothing. I rented it from a red box, had it for three hours, and went, oh, shit, it's the exact same game from last year. Nothing will change ever. And so I didn't even buy it, which I felt great about. Can you download the new rosters? Um, like on the old the game? Yeah. Probably. I'm sure someone yeah, makes someone them out it, there. Yeah. Uh, to me, though, it's just not fun. I don't know. It's just weird. Like Once you it figure out the system, yeah. right, it gets boring. It gets That's boring. the only thing about it these days. Now, if I had like a few friends that we got like an online dynasty and we all played yeah. it, I think I could get into that. Dude, a 32-team dynasty where everyone controlled their team and you made trades with people right. would be crazy. See, I, I even think uh, like 16, even something where like, sure, sometimes you, you play the computer, but right. a lot of times you play people. Right. I think but that would be would, really fun. You'd um, have to get the trade settings up where you couldn't raw. Everyone have to vote on the trade with a computer team. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, so anyway, that's uh, that's my only hate on Madden. But as far as like history wise, yeah, um, love Madden. Like Madden, uh, I want to say it's ninety eight. It was on Nintendo sixty four, and it had the fantasy draft. It was the first time I ever heard of this. Right yeah. now, it's a thing we just had a whole thing about. Right. Um, and it was you had eight teams, and you'd be like the Yellow Jackets, the right. Sharks. You would choose right. like their little dumb logos. Tiburon. Yeah, yeah. and then it would. Uh, Fucking, you would choose. I would get Brett Favre for one. I get right. Barry Sanders in the second round because again, there's eight teams, so you got like an all star fucking right. thing. And then you played like this little tournament with those eight teams, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I fucking loved it. So right. I do love Madden, uh, but I just think these days I don't love it like I used to. Right. So my number five is going to be a probably not well known one for the PlayStation Three called Sports Championship. It was a PlayStation Move game. It came with their Move controllers. Never played it. And it has frisbee golf, yeah, ping pong, gladiator mode, which is like a sword and shield, right. uh, volleyball, bocce ball, and archery. Right. And it was way better than Wii Sports. Right. And a Wii Sports look like a bitch ass game. Right. But no one played it. Yeah. Um, I personally played it. So me and Powell lived together when I bought it, and he, I let him have three of the games, and I had three of the games. Right. right? And that's how it is. So, um. I play the fuck out of ping pong. Like I beat every level, got the gold right, because he, it was like Heath says he's the ping pong champion. Right now he does a lot of ping pong. Um, that is true. He does, he does a lot of shit. But at the time, like I would just play the fuck. I would be like dripping sweat playing yeah. this fucking video game, which is weird. I don't normally right. subscribe to that. <laughs> and it would just be so much fun. And then the frisbee golf we both played because you could take turns and it was fun. Right. Um, and then bocce. It was ball. definitely a game that you wanted to play with someone there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. wouldn't play it by yourself right. at all. Um, and then bocce ball, I didn't even know it was a thing until that game, and now it's like the most fun fucking game ever. Yeah. So um, I really enjoyed that. I thought it had to be number five because, uh, I don't know, it's just a weird one. I like putting weird ones. Yes. Yeah. So my number four would be um, on the the Nintendo. When I got the game, it had an additional game on the same cartridge. Like most were just Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, and then on mine, I also had a third game. The Olympics? The Olympics. I remember that game. I remember going to your house and playing it. We got the pad and everything. So I remember we would sit it and just hit it with our hands. Right. Eventually, <laughs> everyone just does it with their hands. Yeah. But like you got to track and feel. It was the first like interactive video games that weren't held handheld. So yeah. for me. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. So that's my number four. Yeah, I remember. I don't know if you I like sold do. yours to do or yeah. if do borrowed it, but I remember playing with you and do, and we would sit on his parents' bed with our feet on the ground to hit it, and then when you do the hurdles, you would just lift your feet, right? And then hit, 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 lift your feet. Um, I remember it well, so right. I think it's a good good choice. And now there's another Olympic game called Mario and Sonic Olympics. It came on the Wii that me and Powell played. played it. Super kind of fun, also very hard and very tiresome. It's right. a lot of moving fucking hands, and I was like, fuck this. And yeah. Took it back. All right, my number four, 
um, is going to be Skate 2. So most people is that love the Tony Hawk. No, no, no. no. See, Tony Hawk is uh, its own brand. Right, right? It's more arcadey. And then they came out with Tony Hawk Underground, which I like. It, it was, was really good. That was, you know, open world. Skate is like the actual realization of Tony Hawk Underground. So right. EA made Skate 1, 2, and 3. Right. I would wish a Skate 4 came out. But 3 isn't the game I said because they right. went more, go online and share your shit. Right. Right? I don't yeah. care about all that. Yeah. But anyway, Skate 2 had like all real life, you know, skaters had like Rob, Robin Big were on it. Right. And so like you would go up to, um, you know, the 36 characters they had on the map and they would have like a challenge or quest for yeah. you basically. But you're on a skateboard and the controls were really hard. And that's what people hated and loved about right. it. So Tony Hawk, it was like X Ollie, triangle grinded, squared kick flip, circle right. grabbed or whatever. Right. There was very simple. Where this was like how you flicked the right stick was <laughs> yeah. like if it kick flipped, hill flip, right. did all this shit, whatever grind. The, and it was so minute that you would get pissed playing it. But once you would like nail it, you were like, oh, I'm, I'm so the, good. I'm actually playing. I'm a skateboarder now. Yeah. I'm you go real, buy a skateboard and you can't do anything with it. Um, and they also had this like mini game part where you just try to wreck and hurt yourself. So like yeah. there was a bell button. You hit like all the buttons and you right. just flew off the board. So like you would go up to the tallest building fly off, jump off your board and try to hit like every rail on the way down of the Empire State <laughs> Building. And every time you hit it would like x-ray show your body and your breaking. bones breaking. Nice. And then at the end it would total up your total damage to your body and it's like Did you survive? The Broken Bones Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and if you're fatal, you got like a bonus. Right. Fatality and like yeah. double the points. Great. And that was the best part of the game. Absolutely. But I love Skate 2. Um, there's a game called Sessions that's about to that got teased a couple months ago and everyone says it looks like the spiritual successor but i think it looks like it's probably more s smaller areas and the thing i loved about skate was it was a big it was like skyrim with skateboards it was right. a big fucking game so hopefully they bring it back but if not um i think if you have an xbox one you could probably backwards compatible it but i don't know of any other way so my number are we on three yeah number three tiger woods golf which era it was like 2004. Okay. Yeah, 2004. See, I really liked the one I would go with like maybe 2008 when they finally got the game face put in. I love taking pictures of my face and like right. it's my guy. Yeah. And so when they got that and my face was all fat, but my guy would look all skinny and yeah. I was like, oh, that's fun. And then you got to, you know, customize your guy and make him right. look like you and play through your career. But I've always enjoyed Tiger Woods. I remember I prefer the old shooting method. The three click, like hit yeah. once, the meter goes, hit once, then hit again for accuracy. Right. And like the new they Tiger Woods toggle. game, they went to analog yeah. stick. Same with kicking right. on Madden. It's like the, the exact same shit. Yeah. And it just, it, to me, I have not near as much control. So I don't really love the new Tiger Woods. Right. I, that. That's the one I, I believe it was click, click. And I know there's options. I think yeah. you can go back, but they're not right. for it. But okay. My number three is going to be a somewhat new game, which is Rocket League. Oh, yeah. I've, I've played it with you at least yes. once. Or seen you play it. Rocket League is, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's soccer with cars. Yeah. And it's the most fun game. I'll say it's the most fun game I've ever played. Nice. I will say, like, because when you first play it, the first time you hit a giant soccer ball with a car, you're like, that's fun. Yeah. And then it's just all physics. It's just a 100% physics-based game. Like, it's not. You have to figure out where the ball is coming, right? Right. Like, so, for instance, on Madden, when you throw the ball on Madden to a receiver, that receiver does an animation when he catches it. Yeah. So there's that split second. You No matter what you do as a player, you can't stop that. Right. Whereas in Rocket League, it's all physics based on your controls. Right. You decide every movement. So when you fuck up, you're like, that was me. Yeah. And when you do good, you're like, that was me. That was me. 
Yeah. And whereas, like I said, other sports games, there's a lot of, well, I hit that animation and this guy fell for a pump fake because of some bullshit thing right. I didn't mean to do. Right. Whereas in Rockley, like I said, you have to own it all. And there's people that are so much better than me. And I'll get online and I'm like, God damn it, I wish I was that good. But I saw so- that on um, some show I was watching. It was like they showed that game as like someone was playing it in the background. I'm like, I know that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Rocket League's super good. Uh, someday you'll have to get internet so you can play Rocket League. I know. Um, my second one would be double dribble. Double dribble? Okay. Yeah. I could just hit Larry Bird in the corner and just shoot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that one is old school. I don't right. have a lot of memories with it. I remember the name. I remember seeing it. And then there's it. the glitch where like you the, you could take the guy in a shooting motion all around the court and release it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. remember that very yeah. well. Um, yeah, I don't – like I said, NBA Jam is the one that sticks out to be from that era for basketball because that was the one everyone had. Everyone had, yeah. I played it. I mean, and it's fun, but it's not like – It's not real it's basketball. Not basketball. And so that's why I like double dribble because you actually had to pass. You had to shoot open shots. You couldn't – you could go for dunks, but they weren't all dunks. Right. Exactly. Um, all right. My number two, I'm going with NCAA football 09. True. Good. Um, I went with 09 just because that's the one I personally like. I played when I was in a very depressed time of my life. Yeah. And uh, me and my friend Marshall got real fucking into it. And this was when the PS3 and 360 were out for years. But for some reason, I pulled out the PS2, had NCAA 09. Yeah. We made the Alaska State Tech Rockets. <laughs> and we, and I've told this story before on here, but we had a backstory for every player we recruited because, you know, these, they're their hometown, all that shit. Yeah. So we'd recruit them and it'd be like, Oh, Gonzalo is a wide receiver from Compton. His mom was a crack core, but he worked through it. And like, you know, we'd have these fucking made up stories for every person. Right. And uh, we like our linebacker was always called the firm, like the three together. Yeah. We did the like Johnson O'Malley and Ryan, <laughs> right, right. the firm. Yes. And uh, I mean, I was I was hitting lots of gravity bongs at this time in my nice. life. And so our life was that hitting gravity bongs and then playing nothing but NCAA football. And I would just get out like a bad relationship, so I just wasn't going to score doing anything. I was just That's, wasting that was your game. And yeah, I got real fucking into that. And even now, when I see Marshall, and I'm yeah. like, Alaska State Tech Rockets, and we'll fucking just crack up. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was like a month of our life that was crazy. It was like in March too. It wasn't like football season. Right. It was like this random fucking month, and we're like, oh, we just fucking hit it hard. And I mean, to be honest, we all just miss NCAA football. We do. It would have already been out this year we if do. it came out. I probably would have bought it. The recruiting's fun. It's way more fun than the Madden shit. Right. Now, I also always uh, kind of went in waves. So, like, for the PS3 era and 360, I thought NCAA was better than Madden. But during PS2, I thought Madden was better. Yeah. But during PS1, I thought NCAA was better. Right. So it And uh, Sega Genesis was awesome, too. Right. I'd go to Cliff Berry's house and play Sega Genesis. Yeah. Um. So... I don't know. I just like NCAA football. It sucks that they couldn't pay players or all that shit. That's really hold up. But for sure, they're using the players' likeness, abilities, and all that shit. So they have there was stupid for them to be like, no, we put HP number four. <laughs> it's like that's a stupid argument. They didn't use their name. And I know me. I bought it, and the first thing I did was go online, look up the Download, person's friend code who has the roses. names. Yeah, yeah. roster. Yeah. And so you could get it. Someone takes the time to do that. I know. It's, it's awesome. Crazy. They're they're heroes. All right, so what is your number one? My number one, um, I mean, that was a great choice, but I always really liked MLB, um, the show. Yeah, it's a good it one. Fun. It was just, 
I haven't fun. played in a couple years. It's the only way I, I keep up with baseball players because yep. I don't watch it. So. The, the reason I know Mike Trout is because I had him as rookie right, year. I traded for year. him. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. Because you always trade for the rookie that's like a 90 because you're, you their know, potential. You're gonna, yeah, you, potential. You go look at their potential and you get that yeah. guy. Um, yeah, I really enjoy this show. I think the only thing I could say it, negative it, about it is their it career mode. Too. It sometimes takes too long. It really takes yeah. too long to get to the majors or you get there too fast and your guy sucks. Yeah. They're, they need to like. There needs to be some better pacing to where like you're good enough once you hit the league, the major right. leagues, to where you'll be good. I don't know. Like it's you shouldn't have weird. to go through as much growing pains. As right, like it's like you season. get called up and you go down. You Aaron Judge, up. like where's my Aaron Judge character? You know, right. that kills I just it. I think I should be able to be good. Yeah, uh, but I do always enjoy it. Um, I wish they still made it for the Vita. Yeah, because I would buy it because at work I have plenty of time to play my right. Vita, but they don't make it anymore, and that would be a really fun, I think, handheld game. Right, absolutely. I can do it. All right, my number one, I'm going with NBA 2K10. NBA 2K10, I like it. Uh, it's one with Kobe. Yeah. That's why I gave it that one. I think, sorry, I feel like that was the one that I really got into. Like, I mean, I played NBA 2K, the original one, right. I remember, like on someone's Xbox once. I'm like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> but that was, I don't know, that was just the first one. I bought it. I got into the career mode. It was back right. when I had skill points and all this currency stuff. So, it was harder to level up, but it felt more pure, more like an old RPG. Right. Um, you felt like you earned it more, I guess. And then they had, and like the way now you do your little drills to level up your stuff, they always had that. It was just, used to be different, more yeah. fun, I felt like, right? Like you just, I don't know. I really enjoyed those. I'm not going to hate on the current ones. I'm sure I'll get this year's, even though I'm trying to tell myself not to. I just do. Yeah. So I probably will. Uh, but I just always enjoy the NBA 2K games. They're right. always going to be up there for me. For sure. And yeah. then my, I only have one honorable mention. Actually, I had two. Tecmo Bowl. Tecmo Bowl. Which fun. is the first one, first sports game I really owned right. and played. Um, Barry Sanders. You man. Just, it was a simulation. You just watched it. Like, you didn't really you could control a little bit of it. Barely. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was different. Um, and then Joe Montana's football on the Sega Genesis. Yeah. To me, that's my first memory of like real football. Yeah. Uh, it looks just like Madden. Mm. I didn't realize that at the time or whatever, but like. Like, I mean, you chose your plays like you yeah. choose a Madden. And then whenever it came up, it had like the little windows of like, here's your X receiver and here's your or A, B, and C receivers. And you right. chose which one. And I don't know. It was great. I played the – and it was like the only game I played or the first game I played where my grandpa just sat there and watched me. Cool. He liked, he liked like, watching oh, watch it. like, oh, watch football, right? Yeah. So um, I like that one a lot. You got any honorable mentions? I mean, obviously, the uh, the Blades of Steel it was one of my honorable mentions. It right. was just – it was fun. Yeah. It's a good fun fun game that like and then I also have NHL hockey's a lot of fun too as as a two player team. Yeah. Like and that's fun. Like I yeah, we actually brought up last week that I bought NHL seventeen yeah. last year when it was on sale one week. And it's super fun. And but I never understood the rules of hockey until I played it. And now right. I'm like And yeah. then you don't know who players are until you play it. And then it's yeah. fun to know that like I knew who Alex Ovechkin was because I played NHL hockey before he was Alex Ovechkin. Right. Before everyone knew who he was. All right, man, that's all we got this week. Uh, like I said, we'll try to have you on again, talk about some Big Brother and probably some more fancy football stuff, or maybe just NFL stuff in general coming closer to football season because I don't – that's my one thing I have to work on before we get into the <laughs> season right. is I just have not been giving a fuck about football. And I'm going to teach you everything I know, and then you'll you'll wreck yeah. shop on me like Sean um, did. I mean, I, what I'll do is I'll just podcast up some fantasy football podcasts and get like some sleep, some ideas in the brain yeah. so at least I won't go in completely blonde in the draft. Right. But I haven't watched football much the last couple of years, so I just need to kind of get back into it a Go little bit. Stat pad, man. Find some stat monsters. Yeah, that's what I need to do. But all right, man. Thanks for being on, dude. No problem, man. Thanks for having me.
All right, and this week, again, another beat that I made. Turns out this is a lot of pressure every week, but I'm going to try to keep it going, so uh, check it out. Peace. Peace.